Hello, and welcome to the Games About Glory. I'm your host, Milo, and joining me tonight are Ram, Gareth, Ricky, and sitting on the right side of the desk for once, Steph. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, mate. How are you? Hi, Milo. You right, mate? Good. I'm good. It's Christmas. The World Cup is over. Proper football returns very soon, and we've got a week to fill whilst we stuff our faces. So in the great traditions of Christmas entertainment, we have a Christmas special. We're going to be playing the popular BBC TV series, Would I Lie to You? For those of you unfamiliar with the show, we have two teams. Gareth and Steph on one side, Ricky and Ram on the other. Panellists will read out a statement about themselves. The opposing team has to decide whether it's true or false by asking the panellists questions. None of the panellists have seen the statements before they read them out. And all of the statements tonight are about Spurs or football. Can I, can I ask a question of our, of our gracious host at this point? Can we, can we each name our teams? Is that okay? <laughs> if you really want to. Okay, well, given that it's my suggestion. Gareth, should we name our, same, our team the Glorious Glens? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're saying Glens, though. So there's more than one. So are we the Glens, or have we got to name another Glen apart? Hod is God. Hoddle? Let's call ourselves Hod is God. Yeah, so I was being very pedantic then, wasn't I? Um, Hod is God. That's Hod, our team. Hod, Hod, Hod is God's fine. Yeah. Right then, Ram. Sure. What are we going to do? Super Sissokos. <laughs> oh, very good. I like it. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you for letting me already interrupt. <clears throat> I apologise somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> So, without further ado, let's um, let's get going. Um, so, our first round is home truths. Panelists, as I said, our panelists will read out a statement. The other team have to quiz them and work out whether it's true or false. And first up is Ram. I once participated so enthusiastically in a Mexican way <laughs> that I almost knocked out the person in front of me. Come on, Gareth, you, you can go first. Tell us about the game, Ram. Where was it? It was at the Old Wembley, and it was against Cameroon. And it was after it was after the World Cup ninety game, so Cameroon were you know their stock. You would have been twelve their then. Stock was high. Yeah, I was pretty young. Hmm. I was really okay. young. It was it was maybe a year or two after that, and Cameroon came for a friendly at Wembley, and we won two 0 Gary Lineker scored both goals, I believe. So it was a two 0 game, uh, and you're saying it was the summer. You're saying it was right after the World Cup? No, oh, no, no. It was maybe like a year or two. Lineker was still playing for England so I'm not sure how for how much longer we played so 1991 you think yeah can you remember where in the ground were you sitting uh so I was sitting in I can't can't remember what was north or south stand but basically one of the behind the goals just to the the side yeah yeah, so the, the, east, drawback, east and west. the drawback here, Ram, is that Gareth's probably got a spreadsheet open at the moment. So. Yeah. <laughs> Cameroon, with, Wembley, with 1990. Every spectator that's ever been uh, yes, at Wembley right. since, since 1985. <laughs> I, I'm not going with a spreadsheet, but I'm going to ask you, who took you? My cousin. Your cousin? What's your cousin's yeah. name? Gurjeet. How many cousins do you have? Oh, I've got more than I can count. Okay, right and now, is, still, is, in, is Gurjeet still close by? Is he still near you? Do no. you still go to games with him? No, not at all. He lives in, I think he's in Dubai now. He was, oh. he's quite a bit older than me. I'll say quite a bit, but he's. Yep. I'm not going to ask about... him to phone him, were you? How, how yeah. much older? Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm interested. How much older is he than you? I mean, I he's, think you know... he's about, he's about 13 or 14 years older than me. Mm. Steph's getting his quiz shows mixed up and he wants to phone a friend, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> and your mum, mum and dad were all right with this? Yeah, yeah. Get... Top chap, he wasn't the sort of guy who was going to sneak you beer. Did you sneak a, an alcoholic beverage on the way? No, at all? no, not at all. It was mm-hmm. me and him, and we went. He wanted to go to the game. Uh, I, I really wanted to go. My mum said it was fine, and I went with him. And yeah, we had a good time. Apart from that unfortunate moment with the chap in front of me, yeah. I think it's a friendly. Yeah. So a Mexican, a Mexican wave makes sense in a friendly. Yeah, 
So describe the exact incident, like a forensic detail. So, so at, at this point, I can't remember if we we'd already been. Ah, yes. We'd already scored, mm. but I do know. Obviously, it was in that part of the game where people started a Mexican wave, and I think the Cameroon. There was some. As you Cameroon do, as fans. soon as you scored a goal, you think, "Wow, <laughs> the ball's gone in the back of the net. Yeah. Let's immediately start a Mexican wave, isn't that right, Gary? Right, Gary. <laughs> I think it's usually during the boring. Yeah. usually during the boring bits, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was. Ju- it but was bizarrarely, not this time. So anyway, <laughs> no, carry on. no, 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 no. It was. I was saying, I don't think it was before. Uh, like, I don't think we'd scored at this point. Ah. But, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so it was the first Mexican wave I'd ever participated in. So I was really excited. I was watching it come around. And as, as it came around close, I was, you know, all prepared. And as, as it went, I went, yeah. And I put, I, I whacked my hat, my arms forward. And I really whacked the guy in front of me with, um, in the back of his head with my knuckle. And, Hang uh, on. So, Gareth, can you, can you help me visualize this? So you're whooshing your arms up in front of you. Right, yeah. you're whooshing them up in a wave. Uh, I quite will be quite interested to see. Were you were you sort of like doing the short arm Mexican wave, where your little forearms were just sticking out like this, or were you doing a full extension? I, I did a full like outward extension. So wow, like, but you, you were know, small, out- so your arms would have been shorter. It's yeah. getting tricky. Yeah, getting tricky. Okay, I suppose we're going to have to make a, a call here, Gareth, at some point. Um, uh, yeah. Um, what are you thinking? Presented that picture so well. I mean, I can imagine a 12-year-old Ram being very excited about being at Wembley, potentially seeing Roger Miller play. <laughs> the, the idea of the Mexican wave. I mean, I know at Wembley, it was obviously it was very, very cramped at Wembley, wasn't it? So there wasn't much distance between you and the yeah. person in front of you or, you know, or behind you. I mean, I'm slightly surprised that your knee hadn't whacked him already when you were you know, getting your getting your hot dog and popcorn i have to say I, I i where i'm falling down with this entire thing is in the physical bit where you nearly knocked out the person in front of you with your giant like 12 year old arms flailing directly in front of you punching them in the back of the head with such force that you nearly knocked out a full-grown adult yeah. so, so gareth what, what are we what are we saying well, here? I, are i'm we, just going to caveat that that rams told me where he grows up and i i know of dollis valley in barnet and that's exactly <laughs> the sort of technique that a 12 year old needed to needed to know just to exist on the, well, on the way well, home well i i i may i may secede to your uh, to your geographic knowledge there and you are indeed a man of, of of geography and knowledge so so how do you want to call this mate yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm going to say it happened. I, I think it happened. I think all the okay. ingredients are there. I just don't think it did. But you know, I'm happy to. I don't think it did. But I, I, I you know, your cold analytical thinking versus my, you know, prispot yeah. flounceyism here. I think, I think we should probably. I, I'm happy to secede to your answer based on the geography. The geography is so impressive. I've got some local knowledge. The fact there, you've yeah, predicted that a man it. would need to rabbit punch with his forearms at the age of twelve coming from that so i i I, so we're presenting that uh you believe him right we believe him should we say we believe him i i yeah you're saying true ram is it true or false the answer is true it really happened (laughs) yes gareth well done (laughs) (laughs) very good very good. I'm very impressed with you, not my own cynicism. <laughs> just, just, yeah. I mean, next time you're over here, go for a walk through Dollis Valley. That's... <laughs> don't, don't do that. You're right. Oh actually. no, no. It's all, it's all, it's all been, um, it's all Crushed. brand new, 
Yeah, flats and <laughs> houses and apartments. You can't afford to live there anymore, as with the rest of London. <laughs> so next up is Ricky. Right then. I sneak Spurs references into my children's names. I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Wimbledon nineteen eighty nine here, Steph, and say what's the name of your what are your children's names? I think that that's the appropriate question to ask, my friend. That's, that's I have such one, a good reference. I have one child and her name is Summer and her middle name is Ray. Right. Um, oh, I mean, I think we could probably dispense with an awful lot of, uh, of of waffling here and just say it's total bollocks, isn't it, Gareth? I mean, it's like how on earth. I mean, it's summer well, no, no, and no, rain. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm, okay. I, I know. Right. I, know okay. I, I know. I know. Um, Ricky's Spurs era here, so I'm thinking Ray Clements was the goalkeeper. Which would, uh, I'm almost speechless because the mere. Th- I mean, I love Ray Clements, but the mere thought of anyone naming, you know gerrymandering their child's name to include a reference to Ray Clements is somewhat bizarre of that era, especially as it surely have been uh, a Hoddle or an Aussie or a Ricky, although I guess it's tough, you know, Ray... Yeah, I suppose it gets harder when you think of the classic players. To yeah, that's it. And, and of course, summer's a good reference because we never used to lose in the summer because we never played them. <laughs> I was trying to think if we ever had a Jurgen summer on our side, but I don't <laughs> think we did. No, we didn't. We had no those Scandinavian summers, so to speak. What I'm interested in is uh, your wife has referred to this pod on numerous occasions, and I probably yes. is still referring to it now as yeah. wanker chat. Um, how did she? Uh, does she aware? Does she know that this happened? Uh, would I sneak on her, it in? On her watch? You mean would I sneak it in stealthily without her knowing? Right. How, then... Is she aware to this day that there's a potential that the that, that the Ray in your in your daughter's name refers of to? Course, of Hotspur? course not. Whether it's um whether it's pets or children, I will I will it'll be be by stealth, and then hopefully she never meets all my Spurs mates. Would the revelation of this truth potentially, or if it was to be uh, aired to her via this pod, via a friend, could it rupture uh, the Ricky household in a in an irre- irreparable way? Would uh, you no, be nervous? Not at all. She she was perfectly happy with the naming when we talked about it. Our dear daughter did have over a week without a name, and some of the relations were saying at some point, you know, at some point you've got to kind of say, yeah, we have actually thought up a name because. So it took you a week. Yeah, it did, honestly, because we, we thought about names a lot. And then, as Ram will probably tell you, that if you haven't decided on a name by the time the child is born, then you're quite busy with other stuff when you get sent home from the hospital. From the hospital. And then we almost had to have like oh, a, a sit down and talk about yeah. the name. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> people were asking questions. Has, has that new human being got a name yet? <laughs> Stephen Gareth, you, you haven't asked which player yet, you've assumed. I mean, it could be Ray Parler because she's a mistake. <laughs> 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 oh my word goodness gracious right, i'm gonna interject quickly here is never did you know you were having did you know the sex of your child before she was born Nah, no surprises in life these days i'm not gonna find that out i'd rather not know can i ask you what other what other um what, okay yeah i don't want you to give us a player but what other players were figuring into your seven day thought as you sat for seven days well, with a nameless I mean, child wondering gets, well how gets, can i sneak a spurs name in without well it gets a little bit trickier because obviously she was a girl so you know, well, I, I, you know yes of course yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's, you know 
without calling them silly names like Chelsea and stuff like that. Mm. Absurd names. Um, (laughs) But yeah, other names? Um, Who else was... I don't know, really. Um, None floated through that seven-day period. You just on the seventh day, Ray was created. Was that kind of how, where we're at? Is that well, we had we we kind of had some girl names already, so it was more of a middle name that I was going to sneak something in there. You see, so yeah, no, the kind of girl, the the the, the, Chris, yeah. the first name was pretty much in a list of a few, but none of them were like Spurs related. I wouldn't I wouldn't go that route one. How is Ray spelt? Uh, R A E. Okay, so you've uh, you've tampered with a vowel, have you? Oh, yeah, no, you're well, having a yeah. Y as a consonant. <laughs> Sorry. That's a, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm tripping myself up. Go on, I'm going to have to press you. I'm going to have to press you for a decision. Well, I mean, I'm, look, Gareth, you can tell by my face, I think it's utter bullshit. I mean, it's just unbelievable yeah, amounts of waffling. I can't, I'm not buying it for an inch. No, I, 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 I agree I didn't with you. I waffle at all. It must have been you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't criticise yourself so much, Steph. <laughs> my whole life is a big waffle. It doesn't, it doesn't preclude the fact that I think it's bullshit. That's, that, but, uh, uh, all, all, yeah, all, all I, things aside, I think it's rubbish. I, I, I agree with you. Right, so Ricky, is it true or false? It is a lie. Uh, mm. We're on it. We're so on it. Next up, we have the waffle in chief, Steph. Here's yours. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right then. Can I read it out? I once hung out with Sol Campbell whilst he was wearing a fetching velvet suit. How dare you? What colour was the suit? Uh, blue. Trousers and jacket? Both blue. Yeah. Oh, what you mean you... were they both velvet? Well, it's a velvet suit. Okay. What did you talk about? Uh, not a whole bunch. He's not the greatest conversationalist as old soul, as you might have noticed. Um, a few ambient comments about the team here and there. Not much, though. Quiet, quiet uh, man. Uh, let, let's place this then. Where was this, Steph? Yeah. Venue. Uh, it was. It was at the old at the old White Hart Lane. What year? Roughly. Uh, Nineteen. 19- 1996, 97, somewhere in there. Okay. And was this in one of the lounges? Uh, affirmative. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. What game was it? I take it you'd gone to see a game. We had. Um, yeah, the, ga- the game escapes me, to be honest. The game escapes um, me. Had he played in the game then? Yeah. Yeah, he had. Yeah. And he changed into a blue velvet suit afterwards. Uh, Obviously, a man is entitled to wear whatever clothing he wants after a football match. Uh, Ricardo, I don't think it's for you to comment on his fashion. I just think it's a shame that a twelve-year-old Ram wasn't stood behind him and someone started the next <laughs> way. <laughs> <laughs> so I can I can get on board with visualizing Sol Campbell wearing a velvet suit after a game, but Steph he normally when you think when he goes like oh Steph this game or do you, who was playing or whatever like that he's normally really good at going oh yeah that was such and such and this was the score and this is who scored. I think but, you're getting confused with um, Gareth, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think Steph might. Yeah, but Steph might be playing it up a bit. You see, this is, up, this is the yeah. other tactic with the game. You sort of, you know. yeah. It's a, um, so, it, did you say he played though, Steph, or not? I can't remember. What was the answer again? He did play. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. So, is it not like club issue kind of outfits for those kind of occasions? Normally, it's only like I, I don't understand why you're picking on his fashion sense. This is a this is com- this is well, really not fair. He, he, he I mean, the man's allowed to wear what he wants to wear. Don't don't make this about a man's clothing tastes. But that's what I'm saying, though. But he might not have been because the club might have issued with him post match gear that you have to wear. Because when you don't play, we've seen like from um, like Sunny recently, you can just wear what you like, can't you? So well, you know that that is a moment where I think we can all 
ask a question. However, Sonny is endorsed by Burberry, right? So I suppose that was an endorsement thing. Who else was there? Where? At the game, I, it was all the players. No, they were no, all when, they were all on the pitch, and they were all playing. No, when you when you were hanging out with him, was there anyone else notable, like your other half or someone else? My other half was player? not with me. My other half was not with me. I mean, there were no. I mean, yeah, I mean, there were notable people, but not my other half. No, she wasn't. What do you think, Ricky? Oh, it's a tough one. Did um, oh, did the what was your any any interesting small chat you had with him? Anything? How far was he? Did you talk about contracts or anything? Sign a new ones or anything like that. When faced with a man in a blue velvet suit, it's hard to think of things that you could talk about with them. Uh, being that I am not someone who would wear a blue velvet suit, it felt already that there might be a, a world, a world between us that was maybe too far to bridge. Mm. Did you ask him where he was off to later? Because that, you know, he must have been. That might have been a good question. Just you to... mean in terms of club or in terms of evening? Or in terms of, I've got a blue velvet suit on, where are you off to? Because I think, you know, one of the things you must know about me at this point in life, Ricky, is that I do sometimes, uh, you know, I I jump to a conclusion and then have to be dialed back or self-dial it back. Um, So I I, I suspect that I jumped to a conclusion at that point and just assumed that he was off to the loudest, rudest nightclub possible, which, of course, would be completely antithetical to anything I think that that Sol Campbell has has shown himself to be about. So I I doubtless got it wrong. All right. Come on, guys. What do you reckon? What, what do you reckon, reckon Ricky? I, it's almost outlandish enough that I, I want to say true, but I'm not convinced. No, I'm not convinced for some reason. I don't know why. Should we, if we're, if we're both saying we're not convinced, should we go with false? Yeah, let, let's say Steph is, yeah, it's, let's say it's a yeah, lie. I think it's a lie. Steph, did you hang out with Sol Campbell in his blue velvet suit? Yes, I did. Oh. We were in the players. We were in the players' lounge. Uh, I was a, I was a, a guest of Espen's actually. Uh, uh, my, uh, my friend Espen Bardson, top man, by the way. Um, and uh, uh, I had my son with me, so I did have someone significant with me. But you didn't ask about him. You asked about my wife. My wife wasn't there. Um, and yes, we did. We did. We did exchange a few words, but it was quite quiet. And he was hanging out with his. I think his brother was with him. And I do have a photograph of the moment at hand, and I will try and dig it out for a future pod because I only really remembered the moment when I came across this photo and I was going through my stuff at my mum's house recently and I was just like oh wow that's right that happened (laughs) (laughs) he was very polite and he was actually he struck me as being really incredibly shy uh, I remember and it but he was in the players lounge and there were loads of people milling about and uh yeah he was after a game I mean he played so he was in he was in about 45 minutes later I think it was so yeah no completely true excellent good stuff wow yeah all right Gareth you're last up in this round. I missed a penalty at Wembley. How old were you when this happened, when this tragic miss occurred? Um, I was 12. 12. 12. And who were you playing against? <laughs> um, well, um, I wasn't playing against anyone. Oh. Oh. Could you well, walk the, us was, through? Was, was there anyone in goal? <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, tragically not. Diana Ross levels, this is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, was it a full-size goal? It it was a full-size goal, yeah. It was the, it was the, it was the old goals at the old Wembley Stadium with the lovely stanchions. 
Yeah. <laughs> good stenching. That just shows the quality of man you are to spot those details. And I'm with you. The yeah. modern stanchion is shit. It's, it's one thing. If they could bring one thing into the new Tottenham Stadium from the old one, it would be the old stanchions that they used to have in the nets. Love it. Until they, until they introduced right. the box goals. You're we right. all remember yeah. that Trevor Booking goal, don't we? Mm. Do you really yeah. stuck it in the stanchion? They got stuck mm. in there, top yeah. corner. Yeah, yeah. Were you wearing kit, or were you you just came onto the pitch and thought you'd have a go? I was no, I was wearing I was wearing trainers. Uh, I was in a I was in a I was in a tracksuit. You there? You were there, like officially allowed onto the pitch. Yes, I was. Well, I mean, I, I wasn't. I I hadn't caused any offence by being on the pitch at the time. <laughs> it was it was legitimate that I was that I was on there. You just caused offence by missing the penalty. I caused myself offence. Yeah. <laughs> was there? Um, was was what event was this? Was there an actual um, game going on? And it was before the game, during the game, so uh, so so during game, the game, yeah. obviously after the game. <laughs> so, so what happened was my my, my dad, who was a who was a sort of amateur referee, was um, refereeing a staff match on the pitch at Wembley. Okay. And at the end of it, I'd been there and I was watching. And at, at the end of it, he sort of ushered me on. And said, "Look, you know, there's a ball, and um, I decided I'd try and take a penalty." Why didn't you ask for a retake? Yeah, the ref, the, someone must have moved an encroachment into the penalty box. You could have got a, an official retake there, right? The uh, well, no, the, the 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 problem was that having missed the penalty, uh, it went too far away, and by the time I got the ball back, onto yeah, the north circular, right, was it? <laughs> moment had gone. Yeah, Ricky, I'm inclined to believe Gareth just because he's the lineage of referees. Yeah, in his family. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good, good it, lineage. Can I, can I just ask? Did it mentally scar you, Gareth? This penalty miss because you couldn't. Oh, oh, man, it was I, your I big still... day, your big moment, wasn't it? And yeah, it, yeah. And you had I to still remember it now. The... Yeah, yeah. Go and hunt for the ball over the dog <laughs> track somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, it, it, it hasn't scarred me because I did score the third penalty for Old Owen's fifth eleven against HSBC's fifth eleven in the SAL League Cup <laughs> in two thousand and one. Nice. Wow, redemption. <laughs> right then. Did you get distracted by a young Ricky showing his arse off in the stand? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to throw I mean, it yeah, I mean, now, now, you, now you mentioned that, yeah. Yeah, complete distraction. All right, Ricky. So if you'd said it was half time in the England Cameroon game in 1990, <laughs> there was a Mexican wave going around, you saw someone clobbered on the back of the head just as he yeah. was about to take the penalty and it put him off. That would have. <laughs> Um, I, I'm inclined to believe him, Ricky. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think, well, yeah, as long as Gareth's dad's a ref and, you know, yeah, I, I yeah. think I believe him. I think I believe him. I think it's, uh, yeah, I think it's true. Gareth, is it true or false? Um, sadly, it is true. I did miss an open goal <laughs> penalty at Wembley Stadium in 1993 um so the, I mean, the full story was dad was refereeing a, a, an fa staff match immediately after the 1993 anglo-italian cup final between derby and cremonese all the crowd had gone by that <laughs> oh, point wow. and then yeah i was ushered onto the pitch and this was peak teddy sheringham it's about march 93 mm. so when i took my penalty technique was to model his so it was to try and bend it into the top right corner oh, so in hindsight yeah. i obviously oh. just would have rolled it down the middle and said i'd scored at wembley but I wanted to go full Teddy, and Panenka uh, was not yet in your in your conscience. It wasn't in my repertoire. No, it wasn't. So <laughs> I, I tried the full Teddy, and yeah, it went about a it went about an inch. Well, no, I'm going to say an inch over and an inch to the oh. wide to the wide of, and the ball ended up down the tunnel, down the players' tunnel, and I didn't have time to retrieve it oh. and and take another one. 
And you know what? I will give. You know what I will add here. Most people, if they talk about, oh, as an inch, you'd say no, <laughs> no, no. It must have been a foot. <laughs> but from you, I believe it was an inch. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the next round. And this round is this is my. So in the TV program, someone would walk onto the set now, stand there in silence whilst the team read out statements about how they know them, and the other team quiz them to work out who's telling the truth. We don't have someone to stand here, so you'll have to imagine that. It's Ricky and Ram. This is John. And after a North London derby, we ended up dirty dancing in Clapham. Ricky? This is John, and we once sat next to Jude Law at White Hart Lane. So I'm going to, well, I'll be going, going on, let me ask Ram first. Where do you know John from? Um, I met him uh, at work. Uh, we both worked in the same place. Um, so I've known him for quite a while now, probably about 15, 16 years. Okay. Ricky, what year uh, did, this, uh, <laughs> did this event occur? <sighs> I think the mid 2000s, I think 2005. Okay. I can't be precise though, Steph, sorry. No, I understand. I'd, I'd, I'd live with imprecision in my own head always. Well, <laughs> Ricky, where in, this, where in the stadium were you sitting? What, next to you, Law? Yeah. Uh, West Upper. I mean, you, you don't normally sit in the West Upper, do you? I would you? not it normally. It seems quite incongruous with your sort of mooning, which is. <laughs> it was, it was, which, a, which it is was definitely a more Park Lane lower material. <laughs> Park Lane, yeah, it's a hot ticket game, so that's the only place I could get a ticket. Can I ask you a Can I ask you a question? Were you in the uh, complimentary ticket section, or did you pay for your ticket, Ricky? I paid for my ticket. You did, okay, interesting. I paid over the odds for my ticket. Uh, evidently, if you're sitting next to Jude Law, um, Ram, do you, do you often go out in Clapham? Is that a haunt <laughs> for you? Do you know, it's not really somewhere I would go out regularly, or used to go out regularly, um, but John used to live in Clapham and we were meeting uh, a girl and her friend and this girl he was meeting was someone he was trying to woo uh, who has now ended up he's now with it's John Woo you were at Tottenham Hotspur you were at Tottenham you were at the White Hart Lane with John Woo weren't you that was a joke you had a bad one I, Sorry. I, I like I like the way that Gareth sent us in on the geography of this he doesn't doesn't believe you've gone to Clapham but the dirty yeah. dancing bit he's just let it ride that's, yeah. that's a good don't worry <laughs> we have a telepath south of the river though yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Yeah. This, this is why this is why Hoddy's God works so well because Gareth's got that side covered and don't worry we're getting to the dirty dancing Ram what is dirty dancing to you what's a dirty dancing Clapham give us a description well it was a literal um the the lift from dirty dancing mm. were you having the time of your life we were having the time of our life <laughs> were you dirty dancing as a foursome or was it two and two how is this going down if you, you will you haven't seen the film no. have you steph I, I, I haven't seen it for years no no well, I mean, have swayze that's what we need to know oh right <laughs> i honestly can't remember i want to say it was me but john would probably say it was him i mean Obviously, the muscles you had on you as a 12-year-old, <laughs> as a fully, grown, a fully grown man, you're going to be a lot better. <laughs> Which North London derby did this follow? Which What was the <laughs> outcome of the North London derby that you'd been to? I mean, was it one that this... you would want to go dirty dancing to afterwards? Most North London it derbies, was... you'd want to go home and not see another human being for a good few days. <laughs> it was the two-all draw um in the Poch era when we were at home uh the one where harry scored that incredible goal and he, he ripped off his mask mm-hmm. um so it was it was after that game yeah so it's march 2016 but we're stating this step just, just <laughs> that's the ones yeah have we leapt a decade from ricky's north london derby to rams i'm just trying to work that out 
Um, well, no, Ricky, Ricky's one isn't uh, necessarily a North London derby, is it? It's okay. just that they sit next they're, to They're it. not the same match, Steph. They're completely unrelated yeah. statements. One of them is <laughs> true, one of them is false. They are, I mean, but you're right. Chronologically, both these um, both these potentially hypothetical situations are 10 years apart. Um, well, Ricky, did you have any conversation with Jude? Well, I didn't. Act, well, I didn't actually sit next to him. John did because otherwise, you know, we're not, if we were either side of him, that would have been a bit weird, wouldn't it? So, mm. um, uh, <laughs> but John spoke to him. Yeah, did he have much to say for himself? No, not really. Not some of these famous people are like. He, all I'm going to say is is that he was okay without being horrible. As a you know, as a kind of the vibe he gave off. Small talk. Yeah. That's it. Don't want to say anything else more to you. Come on, Gareth. Come on, Steph. Let's have you guess. Who's telling the truth? Um, I think I don't know. I, I, I'm yeah, I'm musing here, but I, I, I think Ricky is my instinct. Oh really? See, my instinct is Ram. That's interesting. Okay, okay. Got a coin? I, I you <laughs> know, I, 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 no, no, I, 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 I tend to. I don't know. Hmm. Okay, you know, you might be right. Ricky, Rick, Rick, he's paid over the odds for the ticket. Sitting in a part of the ground he doesn't normally sit. We know Ricky has form for this as well, paying over the odds for Spurs tickets. Yeah, and we also know that Ricky would probably not have engaged himself in an enormous chat with Jude Law, and that generally celebrities, when they're sitting there, they do tend to just want to watch the game. They're not going to be talking about, you know, yeah, David Cronenberg was interesting to work with. Um, <laughs> yeah, you might be right, but let, let's let's roll the dice. I think we can afford to roll the dice here a little bit, can't we? We, I think yeah, we've got yeah, a bit yeah. Of I, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I'm gonna let's go with that. I've got a Milo yes. factor in my head that's gonna play havoc <laughs> with game what's theory a, here. What's so. the Milo factor? Well, share it before we make the judgment. Okay, so I think my, my factor is in in the last round. Ram told the truth, and Ricky's one was a lie. Mm. So therefore, you know, logically, you would expect that to flip. So it would therefore mm. be Ricky's one this time. But this is Milo here, who would have. Yeah. I mean, game theory kicks in, didn't it? So yeah, but, you see, the one thing I will say is that Ram's really got a bit of detail in there, isn't he? He's gone full flash dance, which, of course, as Milo pointed out, is a film I can't even remember very well. It's Dirty um, Dancing. Flash Dance is a separate film, Steph. <laughs> fucking hell, I can't even get any of them right. <laughs> yeah, I was. T- <laughs> yeah, well, I was too busy watching Kubrick, Kiyosaki, and uh, and and other great auteurs of the uh, film world to watch that trash. So there you go. Yeah, okay. Um, all right, Gareth, what are we going to do? Let's. Let me go with my instincts. Um, I'll let you go with your to, instincts. Which is to go with, with Ricky Knows John. Okay. And they sat next to Jude Law in the West Okay. Upper. Right, at this point, actually, John, I, if it was in the studio, they'd ask him. But you know what, I'll do that, but I'll be John. Yes. For the you, benefit of this. Go on. My name is John, and I went dirty dancing with uh, Ram in Clapham after a North London derby. I did. I thought he's. I thought there was a little <laughs> bit there, but I mean, you know, yeah. I, yeah. If you want a bit more detail, we went to. We, I don't know how we ended up in Clapham from Tottenham. <laughs> I don't. Rem- I don't remember the journey down. Probably the Victoria and then, uh, line to stop. We well. ended up in the Mosquito Bar, and we got asked to leave from the Mosquito Bar for our dirty dancing attempt, and we were the only two people in Mosquito Bar. <laughs> Let's move on to quickfire lies. So this is basically the same as the first round, but it's just a bit quicker. Gareth, you're first up. I once sent off Declan Rice. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. How long ago was this? This roughly? was. Although you'll um, know precisely. So it was one, just tell yeah, precisely. It, was one of my, <laughs> it was. It was in my first season refereeing. So that was what two thousand and nine. Okay. Okay. Where was this? This was um, Spurs training ground. Which wasn't then at, um, in Enfield. Okay, not and, the current iteration uh, of it. Who was he playing for? Some kind of West Ham youth team. I'll take he it. He was at Chelsea so, at the time. Oh, Chelsea. 
Ah. What uh, What was the incident? What happened? It was well. I mean, I thought it was sending off. It was. It was right at the end. So they play four periods. They play four periods of um, of twenty minutes, and it was the the very final of those of, of those four. And there'd been a bit of a kicking. There'd been a bit of an incident between the two midfielders, and then as they were, um, as I was about to blow the final whistle, that I turned around and they were both actually pushing each other. So I had to say to both coaches. I want you both to yeah. take them off. I want you to roll. You can bring other subs on, but I want them both taken off. Um, ah. Were there any other young players there that have gone on to anything, get up to much? It's I think it's very rare that I remember names, but because this was like the first time that I'd been involved in that sort of altercation. I can remember being a bit anxious that it was Spurs-Chelsea anyway, which shouldn't really mm. make a difference at that age group, but it was always, you know, tensions were a bit high, that I just picked up some of the names. So I just picked up that there was this kid called Declan who was playing. Well, and do you remember the name of the other kid? No, it was a Spurs player. I can't remember who it was. You know every single Spurs player ever. Hold <laughs> <laughs> <Hold> up! <laughs> no, I'd only remember because I—I I mean, sometimes using the player's name, you use it to your advantage or or not. Mm. But I can remember yeah. I'd been saying I've been talking to this Declan like, yeah. several times throughout the game. Had 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 there been a sort of a running thing during the game? Then had it been a bit feisty? Yeah, or... we're just between these two, just between these two kids in midfield. Yeah, and then it boiled yeah. over. It's just been a bit of yeah. It was just sort of pushing and shoving at the end of it. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, who I, I, did, I didn't I didn't sort of like get the red card out because you don't no. tend to do that at that level. But it was definitely I asked both coaches to remove was the it, players. Was it a close game then? Was what was the? Do you remember what the score was or the scoring? I mean, unfortunately, Chelsea put quite a few past Spurs, but. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Believable. Yeah. I should ask, can I ask one from my own team? Was John Terry there to celebrate at the end? <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah. Fuck you don't, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ricky, what do you reckon? I think unless the Spurs player was being a bit arsy because obviously, like he said, they'd scored a few goals, like Chelsea were a few goals up, there'd be no real... Uh, so unless Rice has been provoked because normally when you winning by a lot usually you're not really that bothered are you about being kind of aggressive and also uh so he would have been about i mean how old is declan rice so this would have been was he? would he have been nine or ten at this time yeah uh, yeah i think he's 24 now so yeah yeah it was an under nine game smell a rat yeah 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 i, I think i don't yeah i'll go with you if you yeah. think it's a lie yeah I, yeah it's just someone with encyclopedic brain like gareth not knowing some of the finer details and the fact that yeah declan right i mean yeah the only thing is declan rice i can you know if, if they're like seven nil up or something like he could have been you know goading the other player but also whatever. i don't but think he's that kind of person at all either is he yeah as a, as a player no. he's, he's like quite a nice player um and the other thing is i even with the master brain that gareth is i don't think i would remember an under 10 9 player particularly his name yeah. all that all that many years ago because yeah. now it seems obvious because declan rice is famous but he was just a run out of mill player then wasn't he like all yeah. Green, just another yeah. face well, in, the under know, 10. In, the, in the same way you always remember your first crush and you remember the name of the first barman who served you when was... you were underage sending off the first kid first time that you've had oh was to it send the first time off? you sent someone off then yeah you had to oh okay yeah, who turned out to be who oh. turned out to be an integral part of the England setup? I mean, I think it's I think it would be a quite a memorable. I still call BS. Yeah, it's a lie. Yeah, yeah, Gareth, it's a lie. 
Is it true or is it false? Uh, as, as to the best of my knowledge, it's false. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember um, refereeing Declan Rice in his formative years. Uh, the only only current professional I can actually physically remember being on the pitch with is Oliver Skip at Spurs. Mm. I definitely yeah. I didn't send him off either. No. <laughs> oh. That was my biggest fear when making these up was that I'd make one up that was true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And next up is Ricky. I bought my first pair of football boots from a Spurs legend. Bullshit. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and good night, everyone. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, I have to ask. Okay, what brand? Uh, Patrick. Okay, and what well, size? I, I, will, I will just clarify. I need to clarify a little thing. I mean, sometimes you had to make do with them kind of um, Woolworths boots, didn't you? So um, so this uh, this is my first pair of proper boots, I would say. Were the flashes, uh, what colour were the flashes on the boots? They were like a silvery gold colour, but mainly A silvery black. gold? But mainly black. Well, the so did you say black? Did you say they were style. proper boots and not ones you got from Woolworths? Is that was that the point you were making? He's saying they're Patrick. Yeah, the first proper well, pair no, of football my, boots you got were a pair my, of Patrick my, boots. My statement is my first pair of football boots when technically right, they probably right. weren't. You know, I suddenly and had what year, visions what of Steve Archibald working in Woolworths in yeah, Portsmouth. No. Yeah, what year was this? Um, I'll give you a latitude of a year either side. Eighty-two, eighty-three. Okay. What size? What size foot were you at that age? I mean, you were quite young at this point. <laughs> size three. Four. You're a size three. Well, I don't know. So, hang on, hang on. So, so you bought you, you bought your first pair of football boots from a Spurs at the age of, the age of three. Okay, you know what? I'm going to ask. Cause sorry, Gareth. I got one more question, which is quite pertinent, and I think that this could be the deal breaker right here. When you say you bought them from a Spurs legend. Are you talking about a shop that the Spurs legend might have owned? Yes, I am. Gareth, I think I know exactly where we're going with this. I really do. I believe that he might be referring to Steve Perryman's sports shop. Didn't Steve Perryman have a sports shop? A sports concern? He had a kitchen around that time, didn't he? He started a business. Ricky, where was this sports shop? Where did you buy your pair of boots? It was in uh, a Surrey village, Banstead. Okay, that's not that's Sorry. not Stevie P. That's that's where it's not the same one. Was. No, didn't he, he had a couple though, didn't he? Didn't he have an interest in a couple? I thought was it was it your local? Was it would you go and frequently buy sportswear and equipment from this well, same shop, or was it a field trip to go and get it? No, because my my nan lived in Banstead in Surrey. This is like a village, so it was um, it was God bless her. So her who bought them for yeah. me because I was what ten eleven years old. So so you walked in with your nan. Yeah. Right. And technically, was the person who handed you the boots a shopkeeper? Was it just an ordinary, like, a, a, you know, a hello, no. I'm a member of the public working? It was, was it? actually a legend. So what you're saying here, Steph, is that 10-year-old Ricky goes in there, there's someone serving him, and he says, are you the patron of this establishment? Is that what you yes, think happens? something it's- like that, yeah. No, no, what I'm trying to, but in, in all fairness, yeah, what I'm trying to determine is whether the, uh, this Spurs legend was working behind the till. This line of questioning is more being taken in to uh, help the police with their inquiries than BBC Light Entertainment. <laughs> Ricky, how did you know that said shopkeeper was a Spurs legend? Because um, that insinuates that he'd retired. Um, because I was a Tottenham fan. The name that you... I mean, we should ask. We've, we've avoided this question, Steph. Let's just stick it in the box there. Who was the legend? The Spurs legend was um, Muller's Alan Mullery. Okay. Ooh. So would so, we're, we're, so if I'm dating this, I'm dating this back to what about 1982, 83. You said yeah, Alan Mullery, 
very prominent for Spurs in the early 70s. Yeah. He would have been, was he managing at Brighton at the time? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. He was at Brighton around that time, wasn't he? Kind of, kind of makes sense. I can, it, I can see Muller's being a little bit entrepreneurial. The, the, yes. The, the yes. pension that he would have, should be, I could see he could have. I think we should make a call here. I think we're both sort of edging to the fact that he's telling the truth, aren't we? Yeah. That's it. I, I mean, think Alan we should Muller just go a- with it. Yeah, I'm, I agree. A I, 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 legend, so there's no technicality. It's not like he bought them from Clive Wilson, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, Muller's, Muller's definitely counts. Yeah, you know what? I think that we're saying we believe you. Ricky, are they right to believe you? So Steph's gone full circle from bollocks to... Um, <laughs> <laughs> to I believe you. Yes, the story um, of my life. Yeah. It is true. Hey. He had a sports shop in uh, Banstead High Street. Yeah. And although the weird thing I would say is about knowing him, it's like I was, I mean, we was in a, that was prime time Tottenham. So, you know, we, we'd won FA Cups and the UEFA mm. Cup then. And I must admit though, that if some, if, if someone was like just retired from Spurs 10 years early, you'd know 100% who they were. And you knew about he may be manager of Brighton and that kind of thing. But I never at that age really sort of thought, Oh my God, this is like walking into a shop with an absolute. Mm. Spurs legend like you would these days, someone who retired, let's say, 10 years ago. Like you went in the shop and Ginola was in there running it. You know what I mean? You'd be like, whoa. Alan Mullery is the sort of person who surely would have had some sort of informational plaque making sure you knew how much of a legend he was, <laughs> even though he, you know, you might not know him. You make damn sure by the time you got to the counter that you did know who he was and who he played for, right? Did he have one of those? Do you remember? No, well, his medals, you mean, up on the wall. Or a photograph of him saying, this shop is owned by the legend that is Alan Mullery or something like that. I don't know, because when Land used to to talk about because I think my nan, my nan, I think she had a bit of a soft spot for Alan because she worked in like um, there's lots of shops in the village there. It's quite a big yeah, village, yeah, yeah. and she worked in the flower shop in the same row of things. She had a bit of a, so that's why she sort of thought. I get I'll it. Ta- I'll take you into Mullery Sports. It, it, it'll sort us out. Don't worry. Nice, lovely Alan. Brilliant. But is it? And he is the sort. He's the sort of ex-Spurs legend that you could see having a good cup of tea with a couple of bickies and a natter with, yeah. couldn't you? He's got and that he'd, vibe he'd for sure. Talk you through yeah, your choice that. of boots as well, wouldn't he? He'd tell you he would. He had all the cons of Patrick. He had all those boxes of all the different sizes just stacked. Usually people have them out the back, don't they? But he had loads of them like mm-hmm. in the shop. So it was like a real per- personal service of a young kind of whippersnapper really? coming in. Yeah. And- so you wouldn't have missed a penalty, Gareth, if you'd gone to Mullery Sports. Exactly, mate. Absolutely. That's absolutely Patrick's. right. Yeah. Did you have super... Can- I've got to ask, did you get the Super Keegans? Because that's what I got that right around that age. And the- they had the green flash on the back. They had the two green flashes. No, no, no. I you got they- a gold flash. Were I never saw the gold as well, flash. though, you mean? Yeah, a yeah, Super yeah. Keegans. Keegan, yeah. Keegan endorsed Patrick, so I think he was. Yeah, at did, South, yeah, I think he went, yeah. went back to Keegan yeah, yeah. The soap, it's really soft leather, weren't they? The softest. <laughs> yeah, they're leather. really, they're really nice boots, and they then, were excellent. Yeah. Next up, it's you, Steph. I played in a five-a-side football team that beat a team containing Liam and Noel Gallagher. See, um, in Steph's world, that's the thing. Yeah, that could but be that could thing. be the yeah, that could be the double bluff though, because Steph's world, could, yeah, that exactly. could happen. Where, yeah. um, where did this happen, Steph? Festival somewhere. Uh, yeah, it was in it was in Manchester. Was it uh, was it like a private thing or was it an event? No, it, it was it was it was a private thing. And was it at like the local goals centre or was it at Main Road? Uh, neither. <laughs> no. Where was it? Well, technically not at Eastlands, but it was at their their the, you know they have a training compound. So uh, oh, it was yeah, at, yeah. it was at, yeah. it was in one of their indoor facilities. How long ago was this? Uh, four years ago, if my maths right. Twenty nineteen. Were there other teams there as well? Was it like a little no. kind of no? Absolutely not. Just no. a kick about with the Gallagher's, yeah. No, not quite. 
little bit more. I can't reveal too much more because uh, it will then, um, you know, open up my employment status. And I, I don't okay. want to do that. Okay. But I can tell you it involved my employers um, and it involved, uh, you know, one of those sort of like, uh, you know, hello, we're all so famous that we can do these things together that mere mortals dream of. And, oh, who's this toe rag who's managed to fucking knob his way into the party? Oh, that'll be me. <laughs> <laughs> one of those moments. Um, oh. Did you score, Steph? I did. Did you? I always yeah. score, mate. Every Tuesday I score when I play here, in, when I play with the plebs, uh, like myself. I'm a pleb. I consider myself a plebeian. I mean that in the, the way, the, the plebs. Uh, and I, I score against uh, the stars as well, mate. Yeah. Cool. What, uh, what kit were you wearing? Uh, me, I had my, uh, which I had the, uh, the home shirt from that season on. Did that go down well Obviously. with the Gallagher's? Absolutely not. As a no. matter of fact, uh, as a matter of fact, I can I can reveal that uh, Noel, Noel Gallagher uh, has a particular dislike for Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, as, as does as does Liam, but Noel is more vocal about it. Um, yeah. But yeah. I am Noel proud to say I am proud to say that he did refer to me uh, for the remainder of the of the of the of the time as Mister Tottenham with a sneer. Who Noel did? Yes, which I yeah. took which I took as which I. I it's probably because he was like, who is that twat? I can't remember his name. Oh, look at his shirt. But uh, I took it as high praise. Um, that is true about Noel and Liam, but it's mm. specifically Noel. That's very detailed. Mm. He does mm. absolutely hate us. Mm. Yeah, Noel probably vocalises it better than Liam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Liam's probably more hand signals than Ian, all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ricky, what do you think? I think this is bollocks. Do you? And the reason is, is... You'd be very lucky to get Liam and Noel in the same room, let alone the same football pitch. Oh, and it was, it was four years Only four ago. Years they, ago. They, yeah, because they they properly disbanded it. I remember it was like two thousand and eight or something yeah. like that. So yeah. Oh, Ricky, Ricky. Sorry, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's got all these standards there. Ricky. <laughs> oh, that's such a. I think you might have. I think you might have cracked the code there. Yeah. My, does, the only it, thing, yeah, cool. but the thing is, the way Steph talks about it, and the way he talks about how he can't reveal too much and the reasons why, and then talking about, yeah, but I expect, their, I expect that kind of gameplay from Steph. Yeah, see. yeah, he's a wordsmith. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go with you. I'll go with you. Say it's false. Yeah, on that one reason, we think it's nonsense. Yeah, Steph, is it true or is it a lie? No, it is indeed a lie. You're absolutely right, Yay! Ricky. You called it right, nice actually. Story, As you said it, you busted it on the one point that I think was, yeah. was completely fallible. I thought yeah. I had you on everything else. Um, but I will say one bit that is true is that I have spent I've sp- um, spent time with Noel Gallagher here and there over the years, and he does uh, and has referred to me as Mr. Tottenham, <laughs> which I am You're proud right, of. Uh, yeah, he's great. He's yeah, all right, he's, he? yeah, he's, 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 yeah, he's always up for a bit of banter. You know, mm. he knows the game. I yeah. mean, I mean, he's very knowledgeable. Yeah, no, he's always been decent. Yeah. Last up, Ram to close the show. <laughs> I once nearly ran over Tim Sherwood. How near? <laughs> not very near enough. Near. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not yeah. near enough. I was trying to think of the what exactly. We're all yeah. What was the vehicle in question? So I was in my vehicle. Which which uh, vehicle? Which, it uh it was it's just my vehicle is a black uh I'll tell you the model. It's Peugeot three zero zero eight. Okay. Um automatic or stick? Stick. <laughs> so good job we're not in the same room as Steph be waterboarding you for this. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> it's whatever you want it to be. Just, <laughs> just stop it. What did you have on the radio at the time? Were you wearing your seatbelt? <laughs> was your foot aching from overuse of the clutch? Yeah, right. There's the thing. Did you change um, gears and go in the opposite direction? Try to have a second go at him. <laughs> <laughs> What, yeah. Was Tim wearing a gilet at this uh, at this particular moment? I have to ask that. <laughs> he wasn't wearing a gilet. Mm. Um, so was he crossing the road, or were you? Um, did you mount the pavement to try, try and have a go? <laughs> what, what was going? How malicious was this near? It was this near death experience Basically, for a former captain. <laughs> <laughs> How, how, how long had you been stalking him? Basically, they're asking, did you swerve towards him or away from him? <laughs> so it was it was a genuine mistake. Um, well, it wasn't really a mistake. It was a genuine, like... Genuine it, hit and run. <laughs> genuine hit and run, was it? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was in a car park and it was, uh, it was a... It was like a, you know, it was a genuine, like, a, I wasn't, it wasn't premeditated or anything. So describe how this near, I mean, were you reversing out of your spot and, and, and Sherwood was casually walking by? Uh, how did No, it, it was, it, it was, I was already driving mm. and this car park, so it kind of, it's like a, it's a car park where it's got sort of multiple sort of areas mm-hmm. and in the middle of it is a building. Um, so I was coming round the corner to exit. Uh, as I'd come out the car park and he walked out onto the sort of the, the, the driveway or the path or whatever the yeah. road leading out. And so I didn't see him and he was walking out. And then when I turned, he was there. Um, and it, yeah, I stopped in time, obviously. Um, and he looked quite annoyed. But then. Did he but, jump yeah, up in the air and roll around on the ground holding his leg? <laughs> <laughs> Were you known to each other before this uh, incident? We were known to each other, which is why he, uh, once he realised who it was, he was um, he, he he was okay. He was okay with his near death experience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we were able to laugh about it at the time. Were you oh, laughing yeah, at the time? At, at the time, yeah. Uh, after an initial couple of seconds of me being a bit pissed off that he just walked out, and him being pissed off that I. To be fair, was driving a bit too quickly down this sort of path to the exit. Um, we were able to laugh about it. Did he chuckle when you said, get you next time, Tim, and wave that him as you drove <laughs> off? Did he laugh at that? Yeah, just trying to ascertain how much of humour yeah. Tim Sherwood might have. What do you think, Gareth? Yeah. Any questions? What do you think? Um, I don't know. Ram strikes me as a fairly considerate driver i think you'd be quite sensible in the car as well um yeah, but we, we we aren't accounting for tim sherwood's complete no, brainlessness <laughs> <laughs> well, i mean bra- tim sherwood probably expects everything around him to stop when he's walking well that's not fair he's probably quite a nice chap is he a nice chap Ram? he is a nice chap yeah okay we, we should correct ourselves somewhat and say that you know we don't want to cast negative aspersions on someone yeah, just yeah. yeah i will say i don't i don't know him that well but from what i have seen of him he comes across as a nice chap great well yeah. that's that's is this, yeah, is that's, this part of the uh, truth and lie bit is it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but to be fair, separate... before the before the game is about glory pod gets issued with a defamation litigation case. <laughs> I, I, I will say from personal experience of having met tim sherwood before he was a very nice man yeah, I mean, I, I have to—I I have to say that he always projects us being someone who's decent, decent bloke, but maybe is not, shall we say, uh, best suited to manage Tottenham Hotspur, which he wasn't. Anyway, yeah. um, 
Okay, so just I just want to clarify this, if you don't mind, before we... Uh, mm-hmm. wait, so last question, I think, yeah. You were driving around the corner, and he was coming out from one of those central areas which has a stairwell or an elevator or whatever, yeah? And he was step walking out from there, and you turned the corner, and he had just stepped into the road to get to his car, I'm assuming, right? No, he was already, like, on the... Uh, like, he was already out. He was by the... He was walking down the, by the side of the building mm. and then sort of crossing this path of the road to get to another car park bit where his car was. Gotcha. Okay. Mm. Um, uh, I mean, in, in, in hindsight, what per- sort of percentage of fault would you put on, <laughs> on him and you? <laughs> <laughs> Is this in case it now turns into an insurance case? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no win, no fee. Um, I I would say, I, well, honestly, I would say Tim should have been more aware of where he was stepping out into because he was stepping out into the road. But as I was in the car, legally, it would probably fall on me, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, in, in the same way that Abraham Lincoln should have been wearing a bulletproof vest when he went to the theatre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or Kennedy should have ducked, I suppose, yeah. as well, right? Yeah. Mm. Come on, that's what is it? It's tough, Truth isn't on. it? Because Truth I just, line. you know, I, 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 a confession to the pod, I, I pretty much would believe anything that Ram says because I just, he's mm. such a top bloke. And I'm, I'm just led down the path of belief here. I mean, is it blind belief, Gareth? What do you think? Am I being blind? Am I being charmed by the man once again? Yeah, um, I, I, th- I think we can all be lulled into Ram's. I'm going to say web of deceit here, but it's not really the angle. I'm web not, of going deceit. For, but... I like that. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, wow. hmm. I, th- yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm inclined to believe that this did happen. So am I. Yes, I, I've we, we... run over Tim Sherwood. Yeah, have you, have you, have you ruined it now for the rest of your life with us? Have you lied to us? In, in years to come, when people say, how did the podcast end? So I think the first crack was when Gareth said that there was a web of deceit around Ram. I think that's <laughs> probably, probably the beginning of the end. Uh, so, Ram, did you nearly run over Tim Sherwood? I did, in fact, not run over oh, Tim Sherwood. No. I feel slighted. I feel, I feel like you've lied to me. I feel bad. Yeah. You lied to me. How could you lie to me? Gen- we always, uh, after, you always said you'd tell uh, yeah. me the truth. I just, I feel genuinely awful. Well, it's still you should, time, Ram, because that was it's so convincing. <laughs> yeah, you should. That was so utterly convincing. Yeah. I, I thought my reaction to when I, just before I read it, gave it away. <laughs> that was a genuine, like, what the? F-? That was when I thought that you were throwing us a curve. I thought, oh, no. he's just doing that. And I thought we'd lulled no. you into a false sense of security with our gentle line of question. Well, not so gentle. I don't know. I've, I've read that as him thinking. Oh yeah, I forgot. I did I tell Milo about yeah. that. that was, uh, <laughs> no, no, well, that was well, a genuine well, like I couldn't contain. Uh, well how... played, but unfortunately, <laughs> I'll never trust you again. <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to have to run over you to are, Sherwood? Right. Yeah, there's still time. <laughs> nearly, nearly run him over. I've done it, Steph. I've done it. <laughs> nearly run it. <laughs> well, the bit that's most alarming, lads, is look, that look. he actually was. He actually has told the truth about one element, which is that you know he finds Tim Sherwood to be a relatively decent guy in their interactions. Yeah. I mean that is. You have said that before on several occasions. So, yeah. anyway, and that means it's a draw. Oh wow! Oh. God, well, don't don't let me take a penalty if it goes to a shootout, will you? <laughs> <laughs> Unless there's a goalkeeper. It's Christmas. I think a draw is a good place to leave it. I think our individual yeah. liar of the week is Ram. Yeah, that was oh. outstanding. 
mate. Oh, I don't, know, don't know how I feel about that, but I'll take it. I'll take the accolade. Uh-huh. And, geez, that was fun. <laughs> nice one, yeah, that, was, that was excellent. That was good. Yeah, well, well played, Milo. Yeah, great idea. Great idea, Milo. Yeah, <laughs> really good. We'll be back next week to talk about our games against Brentford and Aston Villa. So some proper football to talk about at last. If you like the pod, please tell your Spurs supporting friends. As always, thanks for joining us and we'll see you next week.